This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. So there is a thing in the United States, and I'm not really sure it's a thing anywhere else in the world. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. And I'd love to hear from you if you could share with me how it's viewed in your part of the world. But here in the United States, there is an unhealthy obsession with always striving to be bigger, better, always growing. It's something that so permeates our culture as a virtue that I think a lot of us aren't even aware of it. But here's the thing. In nature, constant growth is an extremely rare thing. For the most part, living things go through seasons of growth, of reproduction, of decay, and then some sort of stillness and returning to the earth. Constant upward growth is actually a bad and weird thing in nature. It throws that particular species out of balance with its ecosystem and biosphere, especially if the other species of living things around it cannot sustain, keep up with, or adapt to that constant, unrelenting growth. I bring all of this up because with the new year coming upon us, it is somewhat expected for people to start declaring how much they're going to change in the new year and list all of their goals for growth and change. But I really want us to sit with this idea for a moment and think about how unhealthy our obsession with self-improvement can be. Of course, growth and self-improvement have a place in our lives. That isn't in question. But what I think is worth examining is why we always feel like we have to always be improving, always be astronomically better than we were before. Lasting and sustainable change starts small. It is typically tiny and incremental. If you decide to just get 1% better every single day, by the end of a calendar year, you will be 37 times better than when you started. But even then, there are going to be days that just things don't work out. And that's okay. Because if you're only improving by 1%, it's just so much more doable and sustainable than you think it is. Last year at this time, I decided that I wanted to start walking again. I was depressed and feeling isolated last holiday season when the pandemic was at its worst in my area and we didn't have vaccines yet. I was barely walking 3,000 steps a day, if that. So I decided that I wanted to improve that by just 1% each day that I actually walked. This relieved my heart and mind of so much stress and the incredible pressure I put myself under to achieve. I'm happy to say that now my daily goal is more like 9,000 steps. I'm beginning to struggle to keep up with it and have to like reevaluate that goal right now. But still, I have improved by 300%. And no, that's not 37 times 
what I started with because no, I, I didn't walk every single day and I didn't achieve my goals even on the days I walked with as much regularity as I would have liked. But that does not negate that my improvement was massive. It has been so great for my mental health, my meditation practice, and honestly, my overall well-being. So before you feel pressured to jump onto the New Year's bandwagon of declaring a resolution or drastically changing everything about your life in the new year, make sure you know what your goal really is and why you want it. Then lay out a plan that's gentle and achievable. Don't start with trying to meditate for 20 minutes a day. Start with just trying to get through 30 or 60 seconds a day. Don't promise to go to the gym five days a week when you've never really gone to the gym. How about a five minute walk three times a week? No, it's not as sexy or dramatic as the resolutions you'll see on social media. But this is real life. The things that stick are the things that make you feel good, that give you a sense of accomplishment, that you like doing. And self-improvement should be about making your quality of life better, not setting impossible standards and then beating yourself up for not achieving them. Not that I know anything about that or anything. So let's not start 2022 with the whole new year, new me thing. What if we decided that self-improvement goals are only awesome if they actually make our lives better? Not just when we achieve the goal, but as we're in the process of doing it. I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Now go to Fathom.fm slash Good Risings to ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.